What's up? It's your boy Mark Hall. You're now listening to the dopest show live with Meach Real. Check us out. Uh, everybody need to shut up. Let me Maybe tell you. Maybe if you put please at the end, it may be a little better. I think if you put please after shut up, it takes away shut up. You know what I'm saying? Because when please becomes a request, shut up is a demand. Let me tell you why it's a demand. The Bible first talks about be slow to speak and quick to listen. And right now, you're listening to one of the realest. Mr. Respect Your Audience Himself. You are now tuned in to Live with Meech Real. Oh my. Been good. Real good. All good. All time. My life. His hands. He kept alive. Been good. Real good. All good. All time. My life. His hands. Oh my OMG, he's so good to me. Got me feeling so free. Now make sure clean what's hit in front of truth. He found me lost. Hung high from the cross. What's going on, man? How you how you feeling? Man. How's the day treating you? The day is good, man. It's it's bright and sunny out. It feel real good today, man. Yeah, uh, I'm glad to be here, bro. My God. It's been a minute since we uh it has been since we linked up. A lot of changes. We are <laughs> in the lovely uh Clean Air Media Studio. Yeah. That is housed inside of Chase Great Enterprises. So um yeah, you were last time you was here, it's actually one of maybe like three I did think I did three or four more shows after. Okay. With Oso. Yeah. So um yeah, but okay, so give us a little background about just for the people who maybe haven't heard that show. Um, tell them a little bit about yourself. Man, okay, so my name is Mark Hull. I recently just dropped a um a couple of drops. Okay, so back in March we dropped an album called More to See. Dope album. Y'all gotta check it out. It's on all digital platforms, iTunes, Amazon, you know, Google Play and all of that. Um, as well as just dropped a a, a new video for one of the singles off of that joint, The End, with my boy Reed B versus. Shout out to my man's Reed. To my guy. You know. And then um we just dropped a brand new record literally of last week. It's called Oh My God. So this single is, this is probably one of the most summertime, oh, it's like, sun- oh, that's- <laughs> super hype joints. It's, it's, oh, what, what do the kids say? It's lit. It's this lit. joint is lit, bro. So, um, yeah. yeah, man, it's, 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 it's dope. It's dope. So, um, you know, man, God is just good, man. He's really just opening opportunities for, you know, myself and different people around me, man, to just be able to help elevate ordinary people and i consider myself an ordinary person you know what i'm saying and i think jesus is 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 what elevates my life you know and i don't think i'm a elevated person but like i said i'm just an ordinary person trying to live an elevated life and trying to help others do the same that's so. real that's real that's real okay so um for those who don't know um mark we are you know one of detroit's first of all detroit has Dog, when it comes to Christian art, it's so much. Um, it's a lot of talent. It's a lot of people who are um, who are banging. Absolutely. Um, do the music and um, do it for God and all that. But I wanted to talk, even though it is, you know, we're talking about you, your artist. We're gonna talk about the music. We're gonna get all that out the way. Yeah. But um, I wanted to. I wanted to ask you a couple things because I. Despite you know some of my current exploits, um, I am a enthusiast for the culture. Absolutely, um, I'm very. Um, I mean, I just love it. I love, I love, our, I love Christian content. It's all I can really listen to. Um, that keeps me on straight and narrow. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes when I want to read the Bible, I can put on 
you know, because I'm not going to sit and pretend that all I do is sit at home and read the Bible, don't <laughs> watch TV. And I don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, but I am very, very stern on what I uh, what I ingest, um, especially something as... Um, that's in your mind. I don't call it cybertropic, but something that's that can leak into your subconscious as music. Yeah, I'm very, very, very stern on just what I put in. Period. Absolutely. Um. So, the Christian aspect. Before we talk about the HH, let's talk about the Big C. Um, what is your foundation? When it comes to the music, like what, like uh, before the music, like what do you have a specific? How do I say? It? Do a specific denomination? Uh, like, yeah, where does it come to when it comes to your faith? Me, I always like to talk about. Now, see, I I follow what was instructed in like the Book of Acts, or like the first church and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that you know follows like apostolic teachings and things of that nature but I, I i don't really say denominationally i guess in the sense of denominations were created by man and that's not something that jesus necessarily created but um like i said i follow the teachings of you know the apostolic teachings we you know which comes straight from the book of acts okay. if you know anybody can read the book of acts and those are, you know, that are, that's the teachings. That's where apostolic comes from. But, you know, and I, I'm a, I'm a firm believer in, I, I'm having a relationship with Jesus. Like that is, that is where I'm, what I'm, what my faith is defined in is having a relationship because Jesus was relational and that's with anybody. And I, you know, with anybody, he was trying to be relational, sharing love. God is love. And people say that all the time, but I don't think they really know what that means. But, um, you know, God is love. And so I'm going to share that love that he's given unto me. And so that's where my faith, my faith comes from having a Jesus, a, a relationship with Jesus. If that, you know, if that makes sense, um, definitely. I think we get too stuck on titles and less about relationships, which is what Jesus is about. With, not even with denomination, how you just do your music in general and being relevant with the sound and the content. Yeah. Um, is it a struggle? Like, do you feel that you can't talk about everything or you can't talk about like, how do you, how do you navigate through it? Like what's the, because there's a trend in music. Yeah. And if you want to be relevant, you're trying to sell albums or you're just trying to market a certain way. Um, there is, there are certain things I guess you'd have to work around, but like what, how do you navigate through all that? Man, um, <laughs> that's a great question. <laughs> so it's, it can become difficult to, um, really decide what you want to say and how to say it. Right. I think how to say it is big, and I think this is key in life. Period. And so it, it comes into my music as well as, um, you know, making sure. And it's not that sometimes you want to. Do you want the track to be a little controversial and cause not necessarily a, a problem, but you want people to talk about it? Do you want people to, you know, things like that, or do you want to just be straight out and you want it to uh, have a direct specific message you know and sometimes i think it's it can be difficult because there's so much in the christian hip-hop um the christian hip-hop culture today um i think things are very uh confusing sometimes you know and it's it's a very confusing time because so many different people um they their perspectives are very different Mm -hmm. and it comes out in their music and it can be very confusing and i know that 
I don't think God. No, I don't. Not that I don't think. I know God isn't for confusion. Oh, I mean, my, you know, that's, my Bible tells me it's not about confusion. So it's always, yeah. yeah, and it's always, it, it's 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 hard to. It's definitely hard to navigate whether, you know, sh- should I say this or how will other people take this? And is it OK to say that? Like, will will how will that be taken? You know, what perspective? And you try to look at things from every different angle right. possible um, when doing that. I know I definitely try to look at it from different angles all the time. <laughs> OK, so um, who are you listening to right now? Who am I listening to? Um Man, so just get, get, so you get, get your shout outs out. I so listen, so so uh, shout out to my man's uh, Calvin Cofield. By the way, I, he he just dropped a, a EP recently, and I, I've been listening to that um, pretty pretty heavily. I, and I I enjoy it, man. It's called Directed Path. Y'all can check it out. Mm-hmm. But also, man, so you know, lately specifically, I don't even have anybody that's, I guess. Right away, listening, listening to my man's, my man's Trey Hill. We, I got a song with him. Um, he just dropped a, a single recently. Y'all need to check it out. Um, so I definitely listen to him. But you know, I'm somebody that likes to listen to so much music. It's hard to say who you listening to. <laughs> like, yeah. um, I, I'm a huge Trip Lee fan. So like, huge Trip Lee fan. Like that is, that is beyond. I know everybody loves Lecrae and Andy Mineo and stuff like that. But like, I'm for real. Like. Triple E has always been one of my favorite artists because I feel like he digs into a uh, he digs into certain details um, in a, in a way that is very 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 um, in tune with like my spirit and I like things of that nature and I feel like he really hits the heart um, and so I, I listen to him a lot like even though he didn't just drop anything I just that's that's somebody I listen to like all the time man. he's a pastor too Ax- so. absolutely um, and I actually just found that out from just listening to a couple people talk about him in, in uh, any type of I think it was an interview I was listening to when they was talking about him but um, yeah do you consider yourself a rapper or like yeah so okay because they, they've named okay Christian hip hop the question was do, is there a different there's a difference between a Christian rapper and a CHH artist and hmm. and then there's also a difference between somebody who's in CHH as to a gospel artist so and, and so it gets it gets strange because um, I think that the affiliations are trying to distance themselves from actual I want to say I don't want to say accountability but just let's just say be a scripturally sound or just maybe more making music that is without any it's not as serious I guess yeah um, vague yeah yeah do you feel like you need to okay one have you identified the specific audience you're trying to talk to um, I am looking for people, like I said, people that are looking for hope. Mm-hmm. That's just, I mean, and, and, and real hope, because I know where true hope, you know, and, and saving comes from, and that's from Jesus alone. So anybody looking for, for hope, I'm trying to give that to them through him. I don't believe in God. And, um, you're trying to reach me, you know, like how do you, you know, how, how can you package a message that's one not offensive? Cause the Bible is offensive to to sin yeah so how do you package a conversation which uh, a song is almost can be a conversation if, that's yeah. if I don't know you this is this is how we dialogue yeah. basically um, how do you package this type of conversation without sending me straight to hell or I mean just making me feel like there's there's hope for me period honestly like how do I come out feeling like oh this song is a for me, not about me. Well, honestly, I think it just comes out if you're talking about your own life, which you know, me personally, I did. I, I talk about things that are 
you know, um, that go on in my own life. Right. If I'm living the life of Christ that I'm supposed to be living or walking in that, mm-hmm. that's going to come out of your music. So those things, you, you really if you're directing it towards yourself, you're talking about yourself. It's hard for people to be offended by specific things, but as well as you're giving, if you're, if you're talking about your life and pointing them to Christ, I don't think there's any way for anybody to be confused or get to go, go to hell. And I I think it's a very thin line. Um, It's a very thin line on whether this is too vague or too direct or too abrasive or too soft or not saying this and that is this the right thing to say and i don't really like to i i, I know you just we just you just brought up about the difference between titles mm-hmm. christian rapper or gospel rapper or chh artist and yeah. i mean are you rapping about christ or not I mean, that's just, I mean, that's just, if, if we keeping it like 100 with me, like if, if that's what it's all about, yeah, like, because why am I, why do I have to, so many different types of people want for one, people are going to call you what they want to call you. That's just being real. And I think we've seen that people are going to put you in whatever category that they they choose. Yeah. There, I mean, but it comes out in your music. So what are you talking about? If you're talking about Christ, they're going to put you in a category that's dealing with Christ. Okay. Like that's just, and, and so I don't really consider myself either. I mean, I, I associate myself with, with really all three, if you're being honest, I mean, the gospel is what we read. I mean, I, I'm, I, I try to live out the gospel. I'm l- looking to implement that in my life daily. And then I consider myself a Christian. So that's a gospel rapper and a Christian rapper. Right. CHH Christian hip hop is, you know, <laughs> putting Christ with hip hop. <laughs> well, I do hip hop music. I am a Christian. Christian comes first. So, sure, I'm a Christian hip hop artist. So, you know, it's, uh, like, I don't think I have to be defined by one when they all really should go hand in hand. Should go hand in hand. So, yeah. with, um, with how you stand, I mean, your, just your, your belief, period, and which comes out of your music, what reinforces that? Like, do, like, is there a church, Bible study? Is it just your know, personal understanding of study or like, what keeps you outside of music and listen to other artists that um, maybe edify or encourage? Like, what keeps you on that straight path? Well, I I definitely um for one definitely do my best to stay in my word every day, even if it's just a scripture. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think people get confused with like reading the word every day where like you got to be all deep and you got to read seven chapters and you got to read no you need something to edify your life I think um and, and it's hard I'm not that's not to say I read my bible every single day I try as best as I can to make sure that I I you know do it but of course we get distracted here and there but you know that's that's something that I definitely use um you know outside of music is is to stay in my word stay in like reading the bible as well as you know my prayer life prayer life has to be you have to have a prayer life prayer is something you have to do every day that is like you it's it's, it's your connection with god it's a communication it's the way to build that relationship and like i said we're, jesus was relational we're all about relationships and you know in order to just like we have a relationship we're talking right now we we cool you want to build a relationship by having a conversation with him on a daily basis um it's like anybody if you're dating somebody if you don't talk to them on a regular basis how are y'all building a relationship mm-hmm. you know and so you know constantly building that relationship but then also i go to church and that is i i like on a weekly basis um you know more than sometimes you know more than once a week you know um and i think that that is 
you know, huge because you're building a community and you need to have other like-minded people and people that, you know, want to serve Christ and serve people. Um, you have to have that community and that, that opportunity to build and unify one another. Mm-hmm. I think it just helps um, in itself. And God has called us to, to, to unify together yeah, as a community. Is, the assembly is mad important. Exactly. I agree. Exactly. And I that's think, just not in the church. Thing. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Just, we all met up at the mall. Yeah. Um, and, 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 court and, child, and one thing I just wanted to, wanted to say is like, we do. So at my church, Ascend church, um, we actually just launched recently, uh, a couple oh, of months ago, back in April. To yeah. Ascend, to Ascend church. Yeah. This out of Royal Oak, Royal Oak. Okay. So, um, at the Royal Oak middle school, for anybody that wants to come 5 PM on Sundays, 5 PM. I know a lot of people don't, it's a different time. And I think it's really, you know, really dope because everybody don't like to get up early in the morning, but mm-hmm. you know, okay, but, okay. But um, but yeah, like so we do this thing what's called um life groups. We so um you know different periods of time throughout the year we'll have like a eight week like semester type thing where we get together once a week for maybe about an hour um in different different groups and like we just my wife and I we just did a we had a marriage group we weren't we were a part of a marriage group I should say okay. and it was really beneficial just having a a number of other people to be able to communicate with and talk about different things that we did within marriage, mm-hmm. things that we can do to better our marriages. And, you know, it's different ones that, you know, we have. And so what, what the life group is specifically, like I said, is just to connect with other people who are maybe in that same situation mm-hmm. or whatever else that you're going through and situations like that. And to be able to communicate and just build a community like right. that's just, you know, what, what, what we're trying to do. And so I think that those are, they've been very beneficial in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and just having those opportunities to share with other people, gather other information to edify my, you know, what, what that was, was marriage, sure. you know, to edify that part of my life. And they're just good. I think they're just good. to be able to, like you just said, we can meet up at the mall and that's kind of like the same thing we do. You know, yeah, like with the life groups, we, yeah. you know, just to meet it, you know, whatever it is, and there was exactly and have conversation. Just so talk. what? Because I, 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 I ain't gonna say I forgot about it, but like you being married, how long you been married? Uh, coming up on four years. Oh, okay, sweet, yeah. sweet. Four years, four years, quattro. Yeah. Hey, shout out to my wife. Bilingual. My wife don't like this, but shout out to you, Ebony. I love you. Oh yeah, oh, she's low key. Oh, speaking of your wife, yeah. Uh, what's that? What video did she? She did the end. Yeah, she did Reed's. Um, uh, what's Reed's song? Name? Product of our environment. Product of our it? environment video. Yep. Okay, so she out here. Um, super talented. Why no be concepts? How do you balance? Um, being an artist, like, like, okay, first and foremost, time wise, because you got to record. You just put out an album. Yeah, got doing music videos. Now you kind of a cheat code because she she's recording. <laughs> so y'all still together, but how do yeah. you balance the time of when you're not writing, you're not doing nothing, but it's got to be just you and her time. Man, um, so that definitely time is definitely. I wouldn't even say it's difficult. It's. It's hard to manage, but it's I think it's, it's, it's definitely yeah. like because you don't want to be overly busy mm-hmm. and you because you have to spend time with your wife. You have to take that time to to connect and be able to share with um, share moments with one another. But then also you have to put in the work. You have to put in time and put in the work. And for <laughs> anybody that doesn't know, it takes a lot of work to put together music. I'm just it. It takes a lot of work to put together quality music. Um, as well as quality music videos and things of that nature. Um, and the way you balance it, 
you have to be on the same page. Okay. Like she is my number one supporter of my music. Okay. Like I mean, she, that, that, help, that helps. You know, that and helps. so she is. So it like when things happen, she's okay with it. But I also bring my wife along with a lot of things. Okay. We went to. I did a show in Grand Rapids in April. We did a show. My wife came. Okay. Like, and that's, I think that's a, a very valuable thing is to share these moments with each other. Then don't just, you don't have, I don't have to do ministry by myself. Okay. I'm married. Right. So we do ministry together. And I think that's a way, that's another way to connect. So you, you, you have to, a good way to balance it out is to definitely make sure that for one, you're equally yoked, you're on the same page and that. You're constantly supporting one another because I support all of her videos, things she does. I've helped her with videos, you know, in the sense of like just being there, like and maybe carrying some stuff and things of that nature. Yeah, like wherever support is needed. Ex exactly. And so, you know, then we also, you know, it, it's time to spend with each other. And I think it's a good combination to be able to make sure that you all um, you have that time together, but you're also building and work work related things as well so you you've got to find things to do together i think that are really huge so um just to stay back on marriage a little bit when it was an interview by the guy i want to say his name cadence yeah it was cadence mm -hmm. let's say the wife comes in you know like babe i don't want you to rap anymore or or not even i don't want you to rap anymore it's starting to affect the relationship like just the whole just all of it what happens if I had to choose between rap and my marriage and it was for real like I'm gonna choose my marriage right. and that's real I love rap I love it mm -hmm. but marriage is my number and one ministry see like dang dog this yeah. is really causing a uh, or even if maybe she may you may be blessed or she may not even say nothing but like it gets to the point where you're like dog oh this is starting to cause yeah this is a problem because marriage has to be number one they say that's your your number one ministry you know yeah. and so you know that has to be I, I can, prioritizing things that has to has to come first like I have to figure things out so if I can't figure out a way to balance them out if one gotta go it's gotta be the rapping like and that's just rapping ain't gonna last forever I yeah. pray my marriage does uh, see now how do you transfer after rapping because it's rapping is rapping your you consider rapping being your purpose I consider it being my purpose right now Okay. But I think purposes change okay. uh, over, over your life. I don't think you have the same purpose all through life. I think it's too many things and too many too much growth that occurs in life mm -hmm. um, for us to just have one purpose. And I believe that I don't know the exact scripture, but there is something that says like, you know, speaking about um you know, purpose in that moment. And just like, okay, so we talk about, it says where your passion lies is where your purpose, right? So, but we're not passionate about the same things all the time. Right. Our passions change. So how could our purpose not change if our purpose is within our passion? Okay. So, well, so what, what, what do you consider next? Like, are, are you working on it? Like, do you have any, outside of music, what what and it comes to ministering and dialogue or just people peer, what else do you find yourself excited about doing, doing in your sleep, figuring out how to do better? Like, is there anything else? Absolutely, man. Absolutely. I am huge on um like I I really want to build up the community of young men. Okay. Like I don't think and and I know a lot of people I am a person of color, but I don't think I'm not just trying to build up just young men of color young men in general we just need to be they need to be built up um guys that are around you know from the ages of like 15 all the way to about 25 or sometimes 30 if we're being honest yeah. but you know and, and the age really doesn't matter but you know in the sense of like maturity spiritually and things of that nature i'm 
that is what I'm hugely passionate about is young men. Like I want them to, I believe that we have really struggled in the community mm-hmm. with building up the young men in our, in our community. And, and, and when I say in our community, I just mean in society that's, that's in general. I was ask you, do you feel yeah. obligated to young black men over young men in general? No. Because it isn't Royal Oak. It's probably, that's a pretty diverse. It's very diverse. Church. Like, it's very not, diverse. Okay. So do you, so you say you don't feel an obligation to <laughs> um, maybe a young black man first? I don't know. I don't think either. I mean, I think they're, I don't think we can put one above the other because for one, when when I get to heaven, it's not going to be no color changes and things of that nature. So I'm worried about the soul and the soul don't have a color. So I'm just trying to figure out like whichever, whichever young man needs it. Let's, I mean, that's what we need to work on. That's who, because though, yes, in our society, black men are, set up far less <laughs> um, to succeed than than other races and, and cultures and things of that nature. But that doesn't mean that every other culture doesn't need help as well. You know, and I, I believe that there are young men in every every culture that that struggle and that need to learn the principles of being a man as well as just they need Jesus too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, when you had these conversations, do you like you get to talk to like the young people at your church and all that? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we, and we're fairly, we're already like a fairly young church. Um, in the sense of like, it's a lot of, a lot of twenty somethings and things of that nature. Um, so it's definitely a, a different vibe. But also, like, even outside of the church, like I'm just really big on, like I know young men that I really really want you know really talk to constantly and really you know they kind of look up to me and i didn't even notice they looked up to me for a while but you know just want to really influence them and help them to you know be better even better than i ever was you know so that's what i'm hoping for and what i look forward to is just spending time like kind of going back into what we were talking about life groups but that's just general life like i just think yeah, that's just interacting yeah just like kicking it with them exactly and i think that's necessary what's the weirdest conversations you have like what's because like i mean because as i know I'm, I'm getting my i'm getting older <laughs> somebody asked me one of my one of my little nephews I call him my nephews, but it was a young guy. He asked me about an artist. Mm-hmm. And when I tell you, I had literally no idea what he was talking about. Like, I mean, <laughs> he did a dance where you like, you move your fist <laughs> behind you, whatever my son does. Yeah. Really fast. I, like, have you had the moments yet where you, you know, you st- you're still young. So you t- you're kicking it with somebody younger and you kind of have a moment. They ask you something out off the wall and you're like, bro, I don't, I don't know. Oh, there is. There are plenty of moments. <laughs> My wife even calls me old half the time, and I'm not even. You know, I still got another year before I'm thirty. Shout out to that. But oh, uh, <laughs> but bad. no, um, it's another year. Yeah, oh, but sweet. Cool, cool, cool. my wife literally always calls me the old head because I'm always doing some old stuff. She say I dance old, and I, you know, when I say something that some of the younger kids say. She was like, what are you talking about? So, like, they, some of the young kids have said, I'm still trying to get over this word lit. I'm honestly, I'm, I'm confused. Drug. I don't like, I'm just. Yeah, that drug, that word drug, <laughs> I really I like. I think it's weird when dudes use it, though. Yeah. I mean, I guess everybody is just. Weird. I can't even say it properly, so I don't <laughs> even, I don't even know. It just sounds weird coming out of my mouth. But, um. It feels dirty. Yeah. <laughs> 
It is. It's it okay. really yeah, does. You, said you feel like you feel like, man, I probably shouldn't have said. Like, man, that's lit. I've tried to say it. I've tried yeah. to say it. I was at work one day, and uh, I got a young team, and I was just saying, like, yeah, man. I'm like, man, yeah, I think that uh, that game is lit. And it just <laughs> felt so. <laughs> Unnatural, <laughs> yeah, it did, man. Every aspect of it, like, yeah, like I'll never use that. Word. I can't use the word lit, and I keep telling, like, I don't. When, so when they say it, like, I'm like, I'm like lit, yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna <laughs> use that one. I can't go with that one. They when they they've been bringing that out, but you know, different. It's always some different words. You know, it used to be hype. It used to be, yeah, you mean, know, yeah, crunk it, back in like different word. They always finding some different word, like to just say that you, you know excited about something so like how do you relate hey dreamers this is your vision coach latoya early you know the saying sticks and stones may break your bones but words will never hurt listen that is a lie and i'm mad that as a child you know we were taught that no sticks and stones will break my bones and those bones will soon heal but words will last a lifetime join me each week for maximize your monday as i share with you business building strategies to maximize your week like how do we relate to like how do you relate to your to your younger man um, i want to say your 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 peers yeah yeah um relating just by a lot of them go through a lot of the same things i've been through i think that's the easiest way to relate to anybody is experience and certain things that you know they've been through or or emotions that are having and different things like that it's easy to relate to those because you've been there. Mm-hmm. So it's easy to be like, well, here, come, you know, come talk to me or we can have this conversation. I, it's it's hard to have a conversation when you have no knowledge about whatever is going on. I mean, so do you feel like, I mean, what if you're ever around some, I mean, you get the conversation with somebody who did have a different background. Like, do you feel that you need to, I don't want to say spruce up your story, but how do you relate to somebody that y'all have nothing in common from like foundation wise? Honestly, I just, I think it's big to like to actually be interested in what they're talking about. It's a lot of people lose interest because they've never been through it or they don't know what that's they don't really cool. know about it. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of like, oh, well, oh, OK, that's cool. That's cool. Oh, OK. Hey, dreamers. This is your vision coach, Latoya Early. You know, the saying sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will never hurt. Listen, that is a lie. And I'm mad that as a child, you know, we were taught that no sticks and stones will break my bones and those bones will soon heal but words will last a lifetime join me each week for maximize your monday as i share with you business building strategies to maximize your week and you kind of drift off and but the thing is like i'm i really do my best to try to stay interested in what and what whatever somebody else is talking about like so i just have a um i got a new surgeon friend right okay. so he's a surgeon like i've never had nobody nice. no friend that's a surgeon or nothing like that and he's a great surgeon and things like that and so he talks about different medical things that i may not really know about like and i'm not like a huge like um medical you yeah. know person and things like that um but like i i literally we would be just having conversation. He'll be talking about different things. And I'll genuinely just be trying to be interested in listening because even though I'm not like fully interested in it, like on on its own, like I wouldn't just be sitting here thinking about medical terms or different yeah, things going on in hospitals. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but 
you know, taking that time to listen, he appreciates that. And, you know, I think it, it's given us an opportunity to really connect on some things. And, yeah, excited and I've about learned about. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, and it's and actually if you if you take the time to be interested in somebody else's something going on that they might be excited about, you might find yourself getting educated about something. You actually learn a lot. See, oh, my <laughs> All right. Here we go. So you learn a lot, something. you know. So let me get into the music. Let me because you had one. I remember uh, you actually got the shirt on. Let's uh, let's talk about the end. Yes. Read me verse. Everybody on Instagram, look at this. Y'all what seen is, this. What is the end about, bro? Like, what? What is the end of like time? Like, are you the end? Yeah. Like, yes. We're gonna die. So, um, that we're out of here. I, I wouldn't put it in those terms, but yes, there. I mean, in in the the grand scheme of things mm-hmm. this whole world at some point will be done like there's things are going to be you know some of you know we're going to be able to like this life is going to end at some point and that's really the thing that it's really about and so like because the world is i mean our life in general even if it's just not like everybody's lives are going to end our, this life that you have is going to end at some point right and in order to go into the next life uh in a greater place i'm trying to i'm going i want to go to heaven so right. you know and that's that's what i i base my soul like my soul everything i do in my life is to get to that point and so when i do you know if that's going to be what i'm trying to get to then i need to do certain things and so we're just trying to make people aware yeah. like Reed and I we we took different perspectives on it in the sense of like how we would approach it but we knew the end goal no pun intended yeah. but <laughs> the end was you know what we were trying to focus on because our lives are coming to an end at some point and so what happens after that and we're trying to get people aware what are you going to it's not to and like I say it in there like I'm not trying to scare anybody right. I'm not trying to scare you with a fable because a lot of people and I, that's the line that I use like I'm not trying to scare you with a fable and people are like the reason why I use the word fable a lot of people think yeah, that it's, it's a it's fantasy a, it's, it's not a real story. you know yeah, you got, heaven you and hell get, isn't a real yeah, thing people getting swallowed by fishes yeah and, uh, you know it's one of the greatest storybooks of all time <laughs> exactly yeah, you know yeah. we'll, I'll come back as another spirit right. animal or something yeah, you know absolutely. something weird and like and I don't you know we were tr- just trying to make people aware <laughs> that you know well the end is coming and like I said it's not a fable because this is what I believe in what I know in my experience with God <laughs> and I know these things because I've had experience in relationship with God these aren't just things that I just come across or whatever I know because of the relationship I have and so we're just coming to an end of time and it's going to happen so I'm just we were just trying to make people aware of the fact that your life ain't forever so yeah. what are you going to do within that time to prepare for the after time. I know it's close because I've read it all in my Bible. Yeah. A lot of us don't want to see, so our eyes closed. I noticed the size of the time, so I looked to the sky, bro. And I just know when I swim in this world like a side stroke. Yeah, okay. See, that makes sense. Um, how uncomfortable is that conversation? Like, have, do y'all have, have y'all had the hell conversation at church? Like, in the, in the life groups? Or, like, in, like not just a sermon, because we hear... Not, 
I mean, I can't say recent. Like, I, I, I don't think we've had so many like do this and you're going to hell because I don't really think we need to be aggressive like that mm-hmm. in the sense of like I, I don't think people take well to that honestly and that's just and I don't think that's like sugarcoating it. that's just the approach like people don't most people don't have good approaches good approach mm-hmm. towards going to hell like if you do this you're going to hell and I really think I, so we had a conversation though in, in this in this group that we need to be more focused on trying to go to heaven as opposed to not Not going to hell. I think when we do things not to go to hell, we're not really focusing on like the 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 true joy of, I of the like Lord. The, I feel like that's how the Lions play. They they play. Hey man, not to hold lose. on. I'm for real. Like I play, I feel like you got to talk about my team. I man. think it's a swagger that you have when you go out to win. Yeah. Versus just to not lose. Absolutely. Like, I Golden definitely State agree. goes out. To win, absolutely. Not to, yeah. Hopefully, we don't get blown. And they're out. not even thinking about losing. Yeah, like this. Yeah, like, like, right. Yeah, like I remember, I'm trying to remember. Draymond said something like, "Y'all be crazy to think that we're not going to Game Seven. Yeah, like, <laughs> like what do you mean? What, what am I thinking about? What am I thinking about a loss for? Yeah. I mean, and, and that's not to say that losses don't happen, but I'm not going to go into it thinking about it for what. So you consider that if I if I'm if I'm focusing on pleasing God or trying to go to heaven, yeah, uh, then the relationship is more. I say I take more joy versus the dread of oh my god I'm doing all this because I'm under the gun. Exactly. Okay. okay. Exactly. I oh yeah. I think that's a cool way to. Explain. I know. I don't know. I'm. Um. I was telling somebody the other day that the way I was before I got saved is the way I am saved. Like I've always been. I've always lacked a gray area. Yeah. So sometimes I don't know. I know I've listened to comedians say some of the craziest stuff. And say things the rawest way they can. Yeah. And then, uh, um, and that's just like my personality type. I think sometimes um, you need to hear, like if you go to the doctor's office yeah. and they look at your scan and you have all these things going on, they're like, hey, listen, I'm not going to tell you that you're going to die, um, but you, it's just you're going to have to try to do better to live. Yeah. Now, for me, if a doctor went in that room and said, hey, bro, if you don't change nothing, you're going to die. Yeah. I think I would get I would probably respond better to if you don't change anything, bro, you're going to die. Like this is and I'm not talking about you're going to die naturally. You're going to die horribly and a lot sooner than you were supposed to type. Like um do you ever feel that it can ever get that serious? Like let's say you have a friend that's really just wilding. Like, do you ever feel that you ever have to give that kind of? Well, absolutely. This is a relationship, not somebody. Because yeah. going that hard on somebody random, I think is. Yeah. I don't know. You shut up. Like, yeah. Somebody that you actually have a relationship with. Have you have you ever had to have that conversation? Absolutely. Like a real a stern one. Like, bro, I love you, but. Absolutely. I, yeah. There are definitely bros that I have that you know, and and sis, uh, sisters as well. Like you know, you have like conversations that like. This is, but you you build that relationship to where it's a, not, you can have this conversation. Yeah, that's not y'all. And first I think that's what initial conversation. Exactly, that's what relationship comes to. You build a relationship. That's like okay. So when people first come to church, like, like. I don't, there's nothing that's like gonna, like nobody, God's not really trying to like strike you down and beat you down about it. But eventually as y'all build a relationship, he's going to tell you and speak to you and let you know, this ain't leading you down the right path. Mm -hmm. But when you first come in, everything is going to be, you know, joyous, like see how great God is and see how good this is. But, and I think that's the same with like our relationships, like, like, and we'll just use like our relationship as an example. If, 
if you were doing something I thought was going to take you down a terrible path, I feel like we've built that relationship where I could be like, hey, Meech, I did. you tripping, bro. You remember how he tripped when I first saw you was growing braids? Yeah. Braids? I was like, <laughs> I was like, bro, I'm, I'm getting nervous. You sound like Reed, man. <laughs> like, you sound oh, like he growing dreads. He's twisting old, old heads. Is that what that is? Because <laughs> like, everybody, I, some guys I know that start growing their hair out, and I'm like, they, they threw their comb away, and like, <laughs> start fussing at me for using the J word and the J song. <laughs> Like, all right, man, let me just, just ask my man where he at just so I can coordinate my prayers right. Like, all right, I gotta pray for this. No, no, that's what's up. I do. I think that, um, and um, I was listening to some, uh, somebody talk about it where he said that we're telling people what they can't do in right. the beginning. Right. And they don't even have a relationship with Christ. They yeah. have experience. So it's like the first day you come to church, somebody's walking up to you like, oh, your hat shouldn't be on a, your skirt or yeah. your pants. And it's like, bro, I don't even know if I care enough about this person y'all talking about to change and, anything about me yeah so I mean and I got that and that like I said that was somewhere I said okay maybe you should fall back yeah but then absolutely now how do you talk to the seasoned believer about this how you had this conversation with somebody who been got to be bold who, who ministering and and all that and they like and you like hey bro like how is it because the Bible talks about how it's so hard to win someone back after you offend them yeah um have you lost somebody because of your stance or maybe because and that you had to go back and not apologize for what you said, but how you said it. Um, uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I've definitely lost somebody, um, friendship wise and things of that nature in the sense of maybe, uh, I lost people in different ways. I've lost people because, um, I was being bold about what I was, how I believe and what I was thinking. And I wasn't going to change that way of living or style or, or, um, for anybody. So, um, and I'm going to, you know, I was, wasn't was not even preaching to somebody, but, you know, just telling them, like, this isn't okay and things of that nature, but I don't agree with it. So I might have to fall back on our relationship or things of that nature. And that's okay. Like, and sometimes, or I'll say this the other way around. They've, they felt like they had to fall back from me because they didn't want to believe the way that I be believed or, or they just didn't want to go that, that same direction. And that's, I mean, that's fine. That's say, you know, with different people, it's unfortunate. Um, but then I've also lost people where I've might've said the, I've been maybe too abrasive mm -hmm. or, you know, came off too you know, incorrect right away and things of that nature. And definitely, um, that, like I said, I've lost people both ways. Um, I wouldn't say a lot, but it's but definitely it for sure. For sure. Have you ever have you ever been able to reconcile? Yeah. In a relationship survive? Like like that y'all reconcile and y'all were able to get back to where y'all were before the I don't the think offense. you I don't think you ever get back. Mm -hmm. You have to you have to start something new. Like no matter because that because it, the the situation is not gonna just disappear like it never happened. Right. Like you know and so uh, you have to build something new. Um. So I, I I have been in that type of situation before where you know something was cut off and eventually we came back and kind of like reconciled some things and like you know we we began a new relationship like and it was different and and, and it was better. So and I, and I think that like if you go back to the same old then we're going to end up going back to the same place. We're going to hit that same roadblock mm -hmm. because that's where, I mean, how do you, how do you do the same thing and not hit that same point right. when you did it before? That's true. I, Cause I've been, that's what I've really been on is like conflict, especially amongst us believers because of how div, uh, divisive. Yeah. Um, talking about like politics, God, 
sexuality now and race are the like those are conversations where it's like you almost can't be cool with somebody who don't think so like and I always thought about we always talk about oh well you know about love your brother love thy neighbor and all that but I was always thinking about like I don't hear too many people talk about not just reconciliation but what happens to the relationship on the other end when we do hit that wall like when yeah. listen this is where I stand mm-hmm. and this is where you stand and we don't agree Yeah. but can we Coexist and not be resentful towards one another, or not have any type of anger. I think you can still love from a distance. Mm-hmm. And when I say from a distance, it means you have to lessen uh, maybe how much you hang out with that person or where you hang out with that person. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not gonna go to these same places, or maybe we'll just get lunch now from from now on. For really, that'll that'll we'll, we won't go to the same these same spots or these same places. Um, maybe we can only just have lunch, but we can still connect, stay connected. Like I just want to see how you doing. We want to check on each other, and and in me as a, a follower of Christ, like I'm still gonna continue to like I don't want to work on you, like in the sense of. I'm going to try to help build you up in Christ as best as I can. So thus, I'm still going to like, maybe have, maybe we'll bring up these conversations or not even tough conversations, but I'm still going to kind of nudge you a little bit. Like, and I, maybe I won't be as b- abrasive with it, but I'll, you know, kind of nudge you a little bit about certain things. But something that we, we just have to, we have to slow down the relationship. And, you know, I think that that's a way to still coexist, as you said, okay. in the sense of not having to, you're not forcing it. Um, you don't have to force it. You don't have to force it. We're like, we're going to stay in the same place and okay, we're going to keep doing this. Like, so you don't keep feel being obligated. That. Y'all would say y'all is really, really close. I don't think that works. And I offend you. Yeah. And, but we were really, really close before. Is it, do you, do you think, or do you feel that you have to be open to going back and becoming that close again? As you no. Were? And I, I can share without um, unforgiveness and all that being in the or pride of that being in the air. And I can share with um, no names, but one of my yeah. boys, um, we were we were really really close, like growing up or whatever. Um, one of my boys and he, we we actually you know did music together and things of that nature. And so he just kind of went off into a different path, and I would share different things with them. I saw him going on this kind of di- going in this direction, and I would share things with them, um, and. It just he went a different different route, mm-hmm. and I kind of fell back from it a little bit. He kind of fell back from me a little bit, um, and you know, but I still check in on him now to this day. Like, okay. I don't feel forced like we got to be close like that anymore because we're just in different places. But I do care about his soul, and I care about him, and I'm gonna continue to check on him and see how he's doing, even if it's. Every three months or six months a year, you know, I still want to see how you doing, like, because I'm hoping that, you know, Christ will something will change in you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Something will bring you back to where, you know, you need to be or to a different place. And like I said, it's all about, you know, being made new. So, like, I don't even want to say to that place anymore because that place led you to where you are now. So maybe that's not a good place. But, you know, I definitely still want to check. See how you doing. doing. But I don't feel forced. Will you risk a relationship to plant a seed? Absolutely. If God puts that on your heart that you have to say something, but you know, kind of like Jonah, you know if you say this to that person, it is a wrap on y'all. Like, yes, I will. It's 
it's and I would say no matter how truth is, you can yeah. say it in the nicest way, and it's still I don't want to hear that mess. So me personally, it's difficult. I'm not gonna lie because yeah, I'm a very general. I'm a yeah. very people person. Like so, mm-hmm. like I always like not even want to please anybody. Like I don't really care about that. But in the sense of like always like I, I you know want to have want to always have good terms. I want yeah, to always have, have good no terms. So yeah, be, like yeah, no I don't want none of that. Like but. I'm not a very confrontational person, but yet there are times where I have to be confrontational. And so I don't have any problem with, because of where I know I stand, I don't have a problem with having to lose okay. relationships. And I know, because I've done it before. I've had to lose relationships before. And that, you know, but I won't say, it's, I won't say, I won't act like it's not difficult. Okay. Because it's definitely I mean, difficult. I, yeah, I think it's difficult just to have those uncomfortable conversations. <clears throat> so, okay, now, oh my God is the newest one. Yeah. Um, is this one of your livest? This is probably one of the livest joys I've, I've heard you. This is probably, and I said I, I said I can't say this word, but this is definitely the most lit yeah. song. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is definitely the most. You know, uh, I'm saying it again, it's the most lit it's song lit. that <laughs> what inspired I have ever. Man, honestly, just God being good, bro. Like it really, like there is. So this yeah. is a celebrate. This is a victory. It's, a, it's a it's a celebration of just how good he is, man. Mm-hmm. Like I heard the track. It was bananas. Shout out to uh, Tone Jones. A lot of people know him or whatever, but like shout out to him who made the beat. Man, I was just I was just searching for something new and kind of and, and and a lot of people don't know I've actually had this song in the bag for like. Maybe a year or something. Oh, what? Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just didn't fit, like, you know, the where I was um, in the sense of, like, when I released the album, when I released More to See back in um, at March or whatever, it just, I, I wanted to put it on there. It just wasn't the same vibe. Yeah. Like, it just wasn't that mood for that. And I was like, I didn't want to mess I didn't want to force anything, and I've I forced tracks before. Like I'm just being real. Like I forced tracks. Like, I mean, oh, if man, you hold something like that, I probably yeah. like, dog, I'm not, uh, like yeah, you know I'm what I'm saying. Yeah, and yeah. I probably could have dropped it last summer, but it still wasn't ready. Actually, mm-hmm. funny thing was, so like um, I actually changed the second verse up. Okay. And so I redid that like a couple months ago, man, and maybe not even a couple of months ago, maybe like recently. And so I was just like, man, this this the summer for it. This is a summer track. I was like, let's go ahead and drop it. And this is definitely like super hype, man. It's just, it's 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 on fire, man. I yeah, love that no, track. I, and I I've had g- great reviews from people, man. People love it. Like they think it's they think it's very catchy. Um from all different ages too. So this is definitely like uh, yeah. super dope. If you haven't checked it out, man, you gotta check it out. Oh my god. Got okay. to. Now, before we before I let you go, I gotta ask you this. Um, I'm gonna put you on the spot, all the way on the spot. <laughs> so, we talked about the C. We spent the whole show talking about the C. Now I want to get into the HH. Now, let me tell you. Look, give y'all just a little bit of a little bit of background about how I feel about hip hop. Um, being Christian hip hop, being a subculture of a culture that is not godly like the, mm-hmm. the 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 meat of it is the nuts and bolts of hip-hop is not necessarily something that you can say is christian or sound or biblical anyway yeah now battling being braggadocious uh, uh just kind of flexing like the like these are things that are attached to hip-hop like these are things that are kind of vital and important um, it's just a part of the culture, Absolutely. especially the beefs and the, you know, the diss tracks and the, like all that stuff is kind of like it's always been a part of it. Absolutely. Because of where hip hop started, the foundation of how it originated. Now, as a Christian artist, 
Um, and let's just say, like, I believe there's a time when hip hop got so bad or was getting so bad that you needed a catalyst or you needed somebody. Absolutely. That was like, I don't care. I got to say this or this down the fourth. Now, as a Christian artist, do you feel that there is a time or like, do you, does the Christian hip hop culture need someone that will name people and go at people and this and have like or like how like how do you address things that are that are you know that you have issues in the culture like because the foundation of hip-hop is like, if i don't like this dude and i don't know him and he ain't my bro then i'm about to put a track on you you know what i'm saying yeah. like how like how does that translate into the chh culture for you i don't think that that's like should... if you're disgusted with an artist but y'all don't have no relationship or you maybe tried to reach out to him and they ignored you do you feel like well this is good for chh if i light him up to get his attention or to raise awareness. Name dropping is never good in CHH, man. Now what about sneak dissing? I just then? I just I just think I don't think sneak dissing is good either because how is that pointing people to Christ? But I don't like but I, don't, I, don't I don't like think how this artist is talking about it. Like <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like are are you obligated to be the person to I think you can for the culture. Let me let me say this. I think so I always say what is your intent? Like what is your what is your purpose in making this record? As well as there is if if our sole purpose is to point people to Christ, there is nothing that Christ is getting out of Yikes. of dissing other artists who are okay so let me let me bring up a a, a slight biblical reference okay, I was okay. use, I got, what if I got righteous indignation like I'm- so so in the story of David right so okay. I was I'm reading this book um it's called um yes oh, I love book yes God I cannot book shut out oh no we need uh, it. debate of Satan okay debate hold on say it debate again. of Satan debate of Satan okay and so this book um, is speaking about the story of David okay? okay and so David was brought into um, the kingdom uh, King Saul mm-hmm. with King Saul and he was treated like one of his own sons he was treated like this and that and he was basically God basically told him he was going to be a king he was the next coming you know and things of that nature or whatever so he's thinking like everything's going to be great everything's going to be sweet right so eventually, so long story short though, so David eventually things happen, the relationship messes up, Saul ends up trying to kill David. Right. Now this is somebody who he looked up to, who David looked up to, looked up as a as as you know a father figure, as a friend, and things of that nature. And he didn't like how he was going about things. But David had a moment, had actually two chances, I believe, to kill yeah. King Saul. Okay, yeah. two opportunities to kill King Saul. So yes, nowadays we're not. You, I hope you're not looking to kill nobody. But in the <laughs> sense of like Christian hip hop, we have moments to kill somebody and things of that nature. But that's not your place. Who and David said, and this is not verbatim, but he was speaking on. He was saying like, um, how can you strike down God's anointed, anointed? one or whatever mm-hmm. like king saul was still an anoint was still anointed by god though he wasn't operating in that anointing all the time he was still anointed by god so it was not his place to strike to down him out of exactly here. so you let god and so god took care of it in his own way he had his own vengeance upon that so i believe in christian hip-hop 
is the same thing. If you have a problem with something somebody else is doing, it's not your place to call names. It's not your place to make diss records. Mm -hmm. Like, that's just not what we're about. And we shouldn't be about that because it has nothing. It doesn't point people to Christ. It points people to you. It points people to what you think is okay with you think people should be talking about why you're mad about certain situations, uh -huh. why you think something they said isn't okay and things of that nature. And I think that it, it, it doesn't, it does not bring up the kingdom of Christ. Like it doesn't bring up, uh, it's not building up the kingdom. It basically is ignoring who Christ is and who God is. And, and like, it, it's ignoring who, how big God is because God is bigger than any of these situations and any of these things. And he can take care of himself. He don't need your help. Like, I want to say I heard a uh, spoken word from uh, propaganda years ago. I think this is what, what, what uh, um, you know, got, uh, propaganda noticed on um, YouTube way back when he had this thing. And he said, God is like um, trying to defend God is like trying to defend a lion. Like he don't need your, he don't need your help. Like, <laughs> It's a lion, you know what I'm saying? And so, like, what do you like? You don't have to, you don't have to bring up this this record and things of that nature. I think you just need to figure out ways to point them to Christ. Like, that's really that's your sole purpose, and that should be our whole purpose in that in in you know what we're doing and why we're doing it. If you want to bring up certain situations, um, if you see something like happening in a general sense, like it's multiple people, this and that. But when you bring up one specific situation, that's not helping anybody. It's not. Right. And and let me bring this up. You're not edifying your fellow artist, your, your fellow person. You're, like, you're not edifying anybody out of that. So and then if you want to have a conversation with that person, you should do it and have a conversation with them. But bringing up this records, you're not edifying them. You're not helping them. It, maybe they did. Maybe they something they did you didn't like. It's probably best to go ahead and talk to them personally. And because then that gives them an opportunity to grow as opposed to trying to tear them down and then, you know, different things of that nature. It just doesn't, I don't think it helps. It doesn't help anybody. Mm -hmm. do, do, but do you agree or feel that because being a part of Christian hip hop or being attached to hip hop, that there could be a pool for that kind of behavior? No. Just off of the roster? No, not at all? No. Mm. I don't think there's, I don't think, no. Like that there's no influence from you just. Do you love hip hop? Yeah. What? what hmm. Cause I'll go I, tell you. Cause I'm that's a hard. You, I don't think you do. That's a hard. <laughs> I don't. I mean, no. For, I, I think it's a different thing when not enjoy it, not like it. I'm talking when you love hip hop. I mean, love like, it. Like you. Like there's Christian artists that'll share Nas or Jay Z. It's like, oh man, I just love these artisans. Like, but they're almost complete contradiction yeah. of the message that you want your fans to understand. I can't Even say. Even if you use the same tool. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's like it's a person that can beat somebody in the head with a hammer and I can use the same hammer to build a house for somebody homeless. Yeah. So it's not the same. You know what I'm saying? And I don't feel like I'm with that same hammer struggling not to beat somebody in the head to hammer because that's how somebody else is using it either. I feel you. But some people do feel that that influence kind of may compel you to want to uh Respond that way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um. I guess I would. I guess. I guess I would have to say I don't love hip hop. <laughs> because you love Jesus. <laughs> I mean, that's and that's just <laughs> you silly. But I, I mean, I guess I, I would. I don't love hip hop. I, or you know, or basically, it's not really influencing you on that level. It doesn't. Can. I mean, I don't feel because I don't. 
like you said, I don't really agree with all of the, I don't really agree with most of the See, vast majority of it. Yeah. You know, musically, there are things, yeah, sure, that, that you know, I, I enjoy and you like, and it's different things of that nature, and it's the other inspirations that come from certain things. And, mm -hmm. um, but no, I can't say I love hip hop. Yeah. Can't say I love hip hop. So I guess that, yeah. Okay. So tell them one more time. How do they keep up with you? Um, you got a patron yet? Have we had that conversation that you need a patron? Yes. Or maybe we're having it now. So. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Just, and I say patron because, one, it gives the... I'm all about the listener, man. Um, yeah. People who... I hate the word fan. Like, that's so so vain now. Like, we're such in this culture where everybody swear they're celebrity. It's like, yeah. no, I love <laughs> right. my listeners, bro, because without listeners, they're not here. And listeners, I don't know, for me, it just sounds better than saying fan because fans sound like you like... Like, y'all not jocking me. Y'all are investing in me with your time. You Absolutely. And, Absolutely. And holding me accountable with my content. So, um, the, why I always talk about a patron or why I'm starting to feel that a patron is more important than just telling people your cash app is that patron gives you the opportunity to share things with them yeah which gives another opportunity to develop a relationship in a community within something versus just send absolutely me, send me bread you know absolutely like, like now don't get me wrong you can just send me bread if you don't want to be my friend uh -huh. you don't want to grow with me but I think it's dope when you can give that exchange of they're investing in you and you can share content because you got a lot of stuff that you just don't put out that I, you I do get right behind stuff oh, I got a lot <laughs> so I, I've made get, a lot of music in the last we're years. going to get a patron together and all that but just <laughs> tell them how can they keep up with you um uh, first, give them the address of your church again. Okay. In the so time service. it's at the, I, I, I honestly, we just launched, so I don't remember the exact uh, address. I feel terrible. We have but a, it's at the, never be in the description. it's at the Royal Oak Middle School. Okay. So it's at the Royal Oak Middle School. We're in the Don Darrow Auditorium. Um, this is at 5 p.m. It's called Ascend Church. 5 p.m. on Sundays, Ascend mm -hmm. Church. And if you follow me on Instagram or anything like that, you'll definitely, you know, you can hear different things about it. Okay. Um, we're also, uh, the church also has us on Instagram as well as um, we have a music group Ascend Music yeah. shout out to Ascend Music man we yeah, got awesome. a record called um, Fortress Jesus your name is a home for me you are my fortress you're my hiding place whom shall I have to check it out super yeah, dope awesome. video my wife did the video but um oh she did that one too uh yeah oh i know yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah yeah oh, yeah sweet, yeah so sweet. so it's called fortress check out ascend music and then also ascend church i want to say the, the the user on instagram is ascend church dot mi for michigan okay. i believe um so check that out but you can like I say you can type in ascend send church on the search you'll find it yeah, um and ascend music as well and so yeah we're 5 p.m on sundays Royal Oak Middle School. So definitely come by, man. We would love to have you. Anybody is welcome. That's like a genuine anybody is welcome. Um, very diverse group. Um, and looking forward to seeing you there. Sweet. So I just want to thank my guest, the one and only Mark Hall. Um, Y'all got to go check out Oh My God. Uh, man, more to see. That's on every. That's everywhere. Is it yeah. on title? You put it on title too. It's on title. Sweet. So yeah. title, Spotify, all that. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. So, yep. However, whenever you listen to music, just you put in more to see, or you put in Mark Hall, M A R K H U L L, um, so you can get blessed. Peace. Mm -hmm.
stand against your authority Defender of my soul You're all I want and more For thou, Lord, art a shield for me I'm bound in you, that's where I am free You paid it all when you died on the tree Hidden beneath your wings You are my everything Jesus, your name is a home for me Jesus, your name is a home for me You are my fortress, you're my hiding place Whom shall I fear? 